Hi, this is Regaline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Patricia Rogers, retired correctional lieutenant. Patricia Rogers completed 29 years in law enforcement for Miami-Dade County, where she trained thousands of employees to excel in their careers. 12 years U.S. Army, retiring in 2016, Pat invested in herself by receiving the coaching and guidance that she needed to become a successful entrepreneur and public speaker. She discovered her gifts, talents, and hobbies and turned them into a business that she loves. Pat has positioned herself as an international public speaker, international best-selling author, event coordinator, on and offline events, and a legal service provider. Welcome to the podcast, Patricia. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Regaline. I am wonderful and I'm so excited to have you here. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for taking time out of your day, you know, to put me on your platform. I've been looking forward to this. Yes, ma'am. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you're from? Originally, I was born in North Carolina. And of course, I moved to, my mom moved me to Miami at the age of two, from my understanding, because I don't remember. But I was raised in Miami. And I graduated from high school, of course, and went into the military, which you stated. And of course, I went to, I landed my career in the law enforcement, which you stated. And I didn't know it was a career. I thought it was just a job. <laughs> but I learned the difference in just a job and a career. And I realized I had something powerful in my hand. So, of course, from that moment on, I uh, went into the uh, organization. And I started out, out immediately getting accolades because I was selected to be the class leader over about 43 recruits. Me, myself, being a recruit also. But, I, you know, so I, I was selected to lead the class. And that in and of itself is a sign of leadership. Even, even in the military, I was what we call a squad leader, so I had to lead the squad. But again, what I want to say, I'm stressing those things because a lot of times we have roles in life and we don't value or realize the value of what we're doing and what we have. We're just moving from day to day and doing whatever we need to, 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 to survive or to get through or that's gonna give us the, the financial gain that we're looking for. But of course, as I matured in my career, I realized that I had something powerful in my hand and that it was going to take me for the rest of my life. It was gonna supply my financial need for the rest of my life. So I, I started changing my mindset about my job and I started to enjoy my job and I started to move up in my rank, in the rank, in the position uh, from officer to supervisor's roles and, and then, of course, it was coming up on my retirement, so I decided to let me take this final exam so that I could get a, a bigger increase on my bottom line when I retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I took the lieutenant's exam, and that was my main focus, and I achieved that goal. And, of course, I retired, like you said, in 2016 as a correctional lieutenant, and it was, I, wasn't full, I wasn't fully retired because... Prior to retirement, I believed that preparation was going to be a key to my success, a successful retirement. And I say that because I saw people retire, they would come back to work and start at the bottom level. And if they left with, uh, you know, in a, in a high position, they had to start over at the bottom and they didn't like the, the changes or whatever. So they didn't last. I saw individuals on my, in my career who had various challenges in the home, on the job, whatever the challenges were. Some ended up committing suicide. 
Um, I saw some got in bad relationships and they, they was murdered. Officers we're talking about, employees. And then there were those also who connected with various inmates. And what that did was that eventually took them what we call, they ended up on the wrong side of the bars. So I had a lot of, I had a lot of things going on around me that encouraged me, that inspired me to appreciate what I had and appreciate the life that I have here on earth and give it my best shot. And when I retired, prior to retiring, I started marketing legal and identity theft services because I knew I needed to do something in my retirement to keep my mind active so I would not have to go back to work for anyone. And I started educating myself by joining organizations such as the Chamber of Commerce, Women's Prosperity Network, National Association for Professional Women, and the list goes on and on. I was looking for something. And of course, as I started to be around those who had what I wanted because these people were entrepreneurs. And I wanted to know what does an entrepreneur really do? And when I started associating myself with those people and investing in myself, hiring coaches and you know different ones to teach me what they knew, what they had, public speaking trainings and so many various trainings, I just invested in myself. And as, after retiring, I was ready. I was ready to move forward and continue that journey as an entrepreneur. So some people say, girl, you never retired. But I did retire from that particular uh, 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 career. 29 years, I, I retired. But no, I have not retired from life. And that's what I want the listening audience to understand. It's not about the value of life. It's not in, it's not in how long I live. But the value of life is about what the what do I have to donate? What am I doing while I'm living? You know, and this is where I am, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm all in because what I've learned along this journey as an entrepreneur and in my career is I love people, I love serving people, and I take my gifts, my my gifts, my talents, my skills, and I put them together, create a business. And that's something I learned in my trainings, as well as reading um, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. He says it best. He says, one sound idea is all one needs to achieve success. So when we realize that we have gifts inside of us, what do we do? We monetize them. And that's what a lot of people are doing now. And especially since COVID has come around, we're forced to stay home. Entrepreneurs want to work from home. Now they are in a position to work from home. So what are you really doing? Are you really working? That's my question. But yes, I'm using every minute because again, I do not want to leave here and take my gifts and talents with me when I can share them with so many others. So that's what I do. I host networking events, uh, live events. And since COVID came, I started hosting, them, hosting my events online, some events online. And of course, during that time, I had to discover some of my new talents and gifts. So what I do when I do my trainings online is I show individuals how to brand themselves, use their cell phones as a branding tool. They brand themselves with the cell phone. So, and this has been really not an awesome journey. We have anywhere from 40 to 100 people that will invest in tickets. And I'm all about my, this event that's coming up now, the World Women Conference and Award. Um, I, that would be my very first online event where I will have public speakers and some entertainment. 
So I'm excited about it. I'm very big on social media. I love social media. And that's basically where I meet so many awesome, awesome people, such as the founder of this organization, World Women's Conference. And that's what we have coming up now on August the 5th from four o'clock to six, six o'clock. And we're gonna have speakers and some entertainment. It's only a two hour, two hour event. It may go over to about two, six, uh, 30 minutes more. But the bottom line is that people love connecting with me because they see that I have a platform that allows them to make connections with other entrepreneurs so that they too can grow their network. And I set a platform for public speakers to share their message from the stage. And now that we're online, they get to share it online. How about that? And you're part of this event that's coming up. How about that? And you're going to be saying something and you're going to be sharing with the audience a little bit, you know, interacting with the audience. And this is what we have to do because we're online now and we have to know how to master the master this skill. I love it. Now, Patricia, you have a few entrepreneurship and leadership principles such as entrepreneurship, teamwork, commitment, and integrity. Can you start us off by telling us about entrepreneurship? About entrepreneurship? Correct. Well, entrepreneurship is just what I, well, I guess I kind of just elaborated on that. Entrepreneurship to me, I can tell you what it is to me. To me, it is living my life on my own terms and using my skills and my talents not giving them away for free anymore. In the workplace, we have to train each other. We have to train individuals. And I trained individuals a lot of times on my own time at libraries, teaching them how to excel in their career, how to master the, master the supervisor's exams. I did that for years. But in the entrepreneur arena, what I've learned from taking uh, different trainings with the Women's Prosperity Network, different trainings with Bill Walsh, International Public, International Power Team, what I learned was, now you got to stop giving it away for free. And I learned that I had value. My gifts had value. So what entrepreneurs do, we use our gifts and our talents to serve other people. And we are able to put a price on it because time, time is of the essence and your knowledge and your, your, your experience. It is, you did it, I went through it, I feel, because I, I was, I, it would put me in a position to give back to others. And just like I follow people who have what I wanted and want, I, others follow me for the same reason. So entrepreneurship is about serving other people at your best, give it at your best, and uh, putting people first. And it's another word, customer service. And that's basically what it is all about. You know, so I, I love being an entrepreneur. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. That is absolutely amazing. Now, could you tell us about your teamwork principle? Excuse me? Can you tell us about your teamwork principle? Oh, my teamwork principles? Teamwork makes the dream work. No, I'm, I know we all know that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's really true. We say that uh, loosely. We say that loosely. Some of us, we just say it because it sounds good. But the reality of it is, uh, Gigi, and I'm glad. Can I call you Gigi? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I know that's your nickname. I'm Kartiji. And, uh, you know, uh, teamwork is very essential in my life. And I believe that even though people say that they are entrepreneurs or even in the work, workplace, we, work, we have to work with people. We have to work with teams. Nothing happens, nothing gets done unless we, other people are involved. And I learned years ago that people are my best resource. So teamwork is essential, but there are sometimes as a leader, we have to be able to 
we have to be able to uh, to point out or to recognize, use that word, recognize behaviors that are not conducive for the team. And that's a part of knowing your role as a leader and knowing the different leadership styles because everybody is different. So therefore, as leaders, we have to know how to flex, as they say. We have to know how to shift, you know, sometimes on a dime because of the behaviors of other people. But teamwork is about, leadership is about pulling those people who are sort of uh, pulling in another direction and we're not moving in the same direction. It's about encouraging them, inspiring them to be the best them that they can be and showing them how their gifts can, can make the team a lot better. And when we're all moving in the same direction, then we all reach the goal. And sometimes I think that it's important for a leader to let the team know, those certain individuals know, that the, the, the goal is not just for the leader. The goal is for the team. The goal is for everybody because at some point, people are gonna eventually branch off and go in other directions. But you don't wanna go in other directions and you're not fully loaded. When I left the Department of Corrections, the military, when I retired in 20, 2016, I left fully loaded. So that means I left with skills. It wasn't an easy journey, don't get me wrong. I went through my challenges. I went through some different discrimination, sexual harassment. I went through some what they call it politics in the workplace. But I realized that those things was going to make me and make me better. And I realized that I was learning as I stood up to the challenges. So why say that? Why did I bring that up? Why did I bring that up? I brought that up because guess what? Quitting is never an option. Quitting is not an option. We have to go through the challenges because every challenge sets the platform for success. Mm. I love it. Every challenge, whether, whether it's somebody you don't like and they're leading you, whether it's something that they're asking you to do, that you're delegated to do and you don't wanna do it. If we can change our mindset to the listening audience, when you are uncomfortable, that's the time to say, uh-oh, this might, be good for me. Because in most cases, the best things happen when we step outside of our comfort zone. That's right. You know that. You know that. Yes. So yeah. we have to stand up to the challenge. So definitely uh, teamwork is, is, and I always say for myself, because I'm on teams, you know, we get on, I'll be on a coaching call in about an hour. And I always say to myself, that person who's the leader, I don't want to be that person who is a difficult person for them. I always pride myself as a follower because it's not my time to lead at that moment. So I'm going to follow those directions. I'm going to follow those suggestions to the best of my ability without, you know, because sometimes, like I said, you can make, you know, it's always going to be some people on a team, any team, any team, any team that's going to be that, that test, that test driver, that, that, that's going to create a challenge. I, I, I'm trying to not use the word, but it's called conflict. It's called conflict. Let me go in. Can I go in? <laughs> go ahead. It's called conflict. And when conflict is not a bad thing, because we get to learn each other through conflict, we get to understand the rules better through conflict, but conflict does occur because of personalities. And this is why good leaders have to be able to recognize and meet people where they are, because everyone is not on the same level. 
So you can't take it personal. The four agreements tell us that, but you have to think it through and figure how do I get through to that employee or that person so that they can see it's not about making them do a task. It's because the gift or the skill that is inside of the leader, they see mm, that behavior is going to affect that person in the long run. So a leader wants to assist and assist and, and push, inspire the person to move to the next level or to be the best that they can be because in the long run, it always come back to them. And then sometimes we see things later, but it doesn't matter when we get it. What matters is that we get it. That's huge for me. That is correct. Now, Patricia, can you tell us about your commitment? My commitment principle? Yes, ma'am. My commitment principle is the fact that uh, just be a woman of my word. If I tell you I'm going to do something for me, I always feel this way. I've taught my kids this. My, I say it. My word is the best thing that I have. And when people, your word is good when it comes to commitment. I always believe that a commitment once is made, it's a commitment. I'm not saying something can't happen that we can't follow through, but there are times that sometimes our behaviors will cause us to say, oh, and just kind of thrust it to the side because something else came up. But I always believe that if I make a commitment, that commitment that I've, I've committed to, that I've agreed to, that is first and foremost. Because that person that I committed to is just as important as that person that comes along later. Now, there is a thing such as uh, communication. Mm. If there is something that comes up and I can't keep that commitment or I choose not to keep that commitment, for instance, I get a client and she needs service or he needs service and I know I'm gonna make some money and the commitment that I made is not bringing me money, my first instinct would be to pick up the phone and call and communicate because everybody's, uh, everybody's goal or everybody's task or whatever it is they're trying to achieve is important to them. And we have to honor other people. And that is how I feel about commitment. My word is my bond. And I practice that, unless it's a matter of life and death. <laughs> Which I would have no control over anyway. But I still would need to communicate my circumstance. That is amazing. Can I answer your question? Yes, ma'am. Now, your last principle is integrity. Can you tell us about that? Ooh, integrity, integrity, integrity. We all know integrity is huge. Integrity is one of the biggest assets, not just leaders, not just team members. I feel integrity is something that everybody should practice. And for me, integrity is just being honest. Just be honest. You know, and, and sometimes I feel that uh, as a leader, what I've seen, Sometimes is that some people shy away from being honest um, and they would rather sort of manipulate the story, you know, or manipulate or create a, a create an excuse, if you will, to not do something. Whereas I'm saying, talking to the listening audience now, I hope y'all catch this. I hope y'all catch this. <laughs> when you create something, a story, a story, and we know another word for stories a lot. When you create something because you're too in, you, you feel insecure or you feel uh, you're ashamed or you, you're afraid. Some people use the word afraid, which we should not be afraid of people at all because we're all people, we're all human beings. But when you fabricate stuff to cover 
for your negative behavior, then what happens is it's going to affect the trust that a person will normally have in you. And when we build relationships, the main purpose of building a relationship, first and foremost, should be to establish a trust. Why do I say that? Because people do business, entrepreneurs, people do business with people they know, they like them, and they trust them. And that's huge for me. That's huge. Integrity is very huge for me because I don't feel I have to fabricate anything for anybody. I have, but when I be honest with them, that builds our relationship even more. And that's been my experience. So, and also if I've learned, I know also that if I don't tell the truth at that moment or time, it's gonna come back and revisit me one way or the other. And in most cases, it gets right back to the person you fabricated that story for. And now what did you do? You just lost a relationship. And that may have been the person that would have bought something from you or that may have known somebody that they could send you away that would help grow your business. So that's how I feel about integrity is very essential, not just for leaders, but for everyone that's involved in anything in life, anything in life. And that too is where Christ comes in my life because bad habits, sometimes fabricating things, I saw it a lot in my work environment. You know, people write stuff down and it's not true to jeopardize, I mean, to justify why they didn't come to work. And I've seen my administrators will go as far as go to the doctor's office or ask the doctors for, uh, for, for documentation to prove that that person was there. I don't want to be put in that position. And then what happens when you're found out, they're found out, now they're getting not just when they could have told the truth, maybe gotten a verbal, now they're getting a five-day suspension or a 10-day suspension. And as a lieutenant, I was put in positions where I had to follow the rules to the game based on you know, the directions from my administrators. And so when you talk to a person and try to help them, you see these, these, these uh, behaviors that's gonna affect them. In my own opinion, I believe in, and I always used to say it at work, I'm going to come, everybody knows Lieutenant Rogers, she's going to talk to you. She's going to come to you. She's going to come to you. And they, we had a little saying at work where you better go talk to Lieutenant Rogers because she's going to help you before the Mack truck hits you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so yeah, I saved a lot of people jobs and, and I know I changed a lot of lives. And even today, I'm impacting a lot of people's lives and people are definitely an impact on me. And I was very impressed with you when I first met you you know, being so young, you know, and, and, and so focused, you know, and I thought that that was very good. And of course, that's why I invited you to be on our team. How about that? Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. Ma I really appreciate you. Now, what has given you the most joy and fulfillment in your life? What gives me the most joy and fulfillment in my life is when I, when I strive to achieve a goal and I accomplish it. I fight through the challenges. I stand up to the challenges and uh, the times that I want to quit. I walk through those moments. There are moments that I have fear to take on a new task. You know, I go through that sometimes when I'm just like going online. I didn't know how to do events online when COVID came and I had a big event set up 
for the host in May, and I had over 100 and some odd people that was going to attend that event and um, that had already registered. Most of them had already uh, registered, some of them. And what happened was, so we had, and we hadn't even finished selling tickets yet. But what happened, I had to transition. I had to make a pivot onto online. And I had a little bit of fear in me. I was, I was a little frustrated with that, you know. Uh, but the bottom line is, I know that I had to get it done. And that's when I was able to look inside of myself. And so one of my biggest challenges and successes, I'll say, is when I went online, that's, not, that's just one of them. And when I went online to do that $10 event, to do video training for the first time, which I've never done online. I normally do live workshops. So I was doing monthly workshops and I was doing annual conferences. I always stay connected to people. I always do that, but I had to go online. And that was a challenge for me. And when I talked to my coach and my team, my coach team, all of us, and I told them, I'm gonna do a $10 video training. I'm thinking about doing that, but I gotta do something because right now I'm just not doing anything. And they said, four, about four or five people said, I'll pay $10 to come to your video training. I need video training. So sometimes, uh, Gigi, if we don't speak up and say what we can do for others and what we have to offer people, we won't know. And I always say, if you're not there, no one sees you. And that's why I'm a visibility strategist, because I show people how to show up. I show people how to use their cell phones, like I said, as a marketing tool, because it is, that's exactly what it is. And I show people how to do videos. I interview them on live platforms just like you're doing. And uh, so my biggest success was when I sold those tickets and I stepped out of my comfort zone and I actually started uh, putting that event together for the training online. I sold over 100 tickets. That was, okay. a, bonus. That was a bonus. And I've been hosting e online events at least monthly for the last since May. Since May. Or I'm interviewing somebody live on all five platforms at the same time so that those entrepreneurs and speakers, public speakers, can get their message out there because now we're online. I've always been online, but still as far as being online as much in this fashion as an entrepreneur, hosting events, doing live interviews for other people was something I brought into this realm since COVID came because I do always believe that the majority of the people in this world, if not the whole world, but we almost there, are on social media. And if we don't be on social media, we're gonna miss a lot of relationships. And if we don't use it authentically, if we don't use it successfully, if we don't use it, you know, learn the skills and the, all, the, all the small things that it takes for us to build those relationships, which is what I teach also, how to connect with other people, how to build your client list, you know, if we don't do that on social media, we're, we're not only losing relationships, we're leave, we're, as entrepreneurs, we're leaving money on the table. Would you agree? Yes, ma'am. That yeah. is absolutely correct. Social media is there for a reason. Absolutely. Relationships. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes, now, Patricia, how did you make the decision to choose the vocation you did? The vocation I did, when I came out of the uh, military, if we're talking about my career, I came out of the military. Uh, I was in a, a, an environment that was uniform. I was in an environment that gave me my uniforms. When I decided to go into the military, I was leaving. I was young and I wanted to leave home. I wanted to explore. So how do I do that? I decided, let me go to Uncle Sam because it wasn't until years, like, years later I got my degree. But uh, when I out of, out of high school, I, w I went into the military and it was just the reserves, but I went into the military because I knew they would pay me 
I knew they would put clothes on my back and I knew they was gonna feed me. <laughs> and that was really why I went into the military, but I knew I would get to travel as well. And after coming out of the military, uh, actually before I left the military, I realized the benefits that I had that came with that. And one of the benefits was because I was gonna be coming up on my uh, time to exit because like I said, you know, so I did 12 years there, but I was coming up on my time that I wanted to get out but I landed my job in law enforcement because it was the same setup. They taught me, I went through, a, through an academy, they paid me while I was going through the academy, getting the training that they wanted me to have. And then of course, they clothed me. They gave me all the uniforms I needed and some. So that was how one way I chose my career. And again, like I said, I am a people person. I always believe that people need people. So I didn't realize it was a, a gift then and a, a, you know, a talent then that, that I love people, but I do and I love teaching. So of course, going into law enforcement allowed me to use my gifts and my talents that was inside of me, but I didn't know at that time it was called gifts and talents. It's just that I love being around people. I saw an opportunity to excel in that, in that career and move up in rank and at, move from supervising the inmates to supervising the employees to other roles and other uh, entities that was within the organization that allowed me to teach people. So that's how I chose my career because it was a spinoff from the military setting. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, that's, that's really, that's the truth. I haven't been asked that question, oh my God, ever. <laughs> <laughs> now you have. <laughs> Maybe you yes, made me think. But that is exactly why, yeah. When I saw it and I'm looking for a job and I'm like, wow, this is good. And um, I just went in and when I went in, I was very successful, got a lot of accolades. And um, actually we could retire 25 years. That's when our career was fulfilled. But because of a program they had called DROP, some people may know about that, it allowed us to work an additional five, one to five years. And all that money really went into our retirement. So again, we left fully noted, a lot of us. Yeah. Wonderful. I absolutely love it. Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment? Ooh, that's a good one. Yes, yes, yes. I've experienced a lot of aha moments, but one moment that uh, brought me into this arena that I uh, was when I started marketing Legal Shield, which is a uh, legal and uh, identity theft services that protects individuals, families, and business owners. And, uh, you know, when I started marketing that prior to my retirement, I was just doing it because I wanted to have something to do when I retired and I wanted to be called an entrepreneur because it was an independent business. And I also wanted to connect with people who I could travel with. So I thought I had it all locked down and it was good. I had my strategy. But as I went to events to set up my tables, as I made my follow-up calls, as I hosted my own events in my own backyard, which is where my venture started as an entrepreneur, I would get tons of people in my backyard. I served food. I put up the tables and tents, and I would allow all of the entrepreneurs. And back, this was back in about 2010, so 10, 11, somewhere in there, 12, wherever. And I would have them come in my backyard, and we would have anywhere from 50 to 60 people, and everybody would have a 60-second infomercial. And my goal for that was, if I could get them in front of me, then they, they're gonna hear what I do. And that was one of my strategies I used to market Legal Shield. And it worked, it worked. And I <laughs> to make sales and I started in and doing so many sales. I would have events in my home, um, you know, presentations. 
And it, before I know it, within a year, I was driving a BMW. They would they, the legal shield was paying me to drive the BMW. I'm like, okay, they was giving me extra money to, you know, so that I it's called a bonus, but it was still my car, but it was just some of the bonuses that came with it. And um that was their particular car for their company. And the aha moment that I had at that time, during that that time was as I went out as a vendor and I realized I stood at the table, I didn't say a whole lot of to, to people. I didn't use I didn't have the mic in my hand. And I think we all know by now I love to talk. <laughs> and I didn't have the mic, but I realized that I could do a lot more if I host my own event. I could say a lot more if I host my own events. So I watched, and that for me was an aha moment. And that started my journey on hosting effective networking events. And I connect people from all over the world. They fly into my to our events. Why? Because they see me online, because our presentation is everything. How we present ourselves online is what attracts other people. And um, so and even today, I still have, I'm online now. And people, have, I just got a text the other day, email. Whenever you get a chance, please, I want you to know that I want to speak. I'm like, okay. You know, and that particular person will be at this event. And that's why I say we follow those who have what we want. You know, so this is a good thing and we'll be having more events and hopefully you'll be speaking for us soon, you know, um, because we're on a roll now. We're on a roll. We're on a roll. Yes, ma'am. What our upcoming event is uh, World Women's Conference and that will be again August 5th. And I would love for people to get their tickets to come to this event, see what Pat Rogers is doing, see what the team is doing. There's your picture. Where's your picture? Right there, Gigi. <laughs> see how we're bringing things together. But as you said before, people need people. People need people. People are our best resource. And that is exactly what, what moves me. That's what drives me. When I can impart into the lives of others. And good leaders take people along with them. They don't hoard it for themselves. They take people along with them who desire or who have the skills or who are looking for, you know, to better themselves or to have other doors open for them and that's what happens to me on social media because i'm present one door opens and then another one opens and another one opens and before i know it i'm not getting any sleep at all because i always say yes <laughs> yeah so that's what's up yes that's where my um that is where my aha moment came when i realized that i could do what other people was doing and that's what i do it and i get to do it my way and it works. It works. So another aha moment. Oh my God, I have a lot of aha moments. You know, I was in a beauty pageant last year. Somebody asked me about being in a beauty pageant in California. Her name was Marlena. She she hosts uh, pageants. And when I that I saw that opportunity, I jumped on it. Why did I jump on that at this age in my life? Because I do believe that dreams never die. Mm. Can I say that again? That sounded pretty good. Yes, ma'am. Say it again. <laughs> Dreams never die. And I know you know and I know as a little girl, we all thought about being in a beauty match. Right? <laughs> That's right. At my age, I'm like, huh? And needless to say, I said <laughs> yes to the call. I did all of what the things I needed to do. And of course, uh, like I said, everything is an investment in yourself. So you got to invest in yourself. Um, and I went and I did everything I had to do to get into the, the competition. And I, I came out, I won the competition for the speaking. 
I won the award for the speaking competition, the speech competition. And I also awarded, won another award for the, um, the initial, we had to do an initial introduction by writing. And so in a, in a written form, written form. And I did that and I also got an award for that. So it was well worth me going to California. And I got to see California on, on, on Queen Mary. How about that? <laughs> Congratulations, Patricia. Yeah, yeah, so I've had quite a few aha moments. Becoming an author, you know, not just a one book, a bestseller. The first one I was a part of, Collaboration, was a bestseller. The second one was also a, a, a bestseller. And the third is an international bestseller and I'm also in a fourth book and now I'm writing my own of course I'm in the process of writing my own book about how to host rocking events on and offline so we're looking forward to that upcoming release and that's my book the other books were collaborations and again if you want to uh, know about how to publish your book you want to know how to uh, get the assistance you need to market your book we have Charles Andrade he will be coming and he's a speaker at the event and he will he is a publish he's a, he has a publishing company so i bring people in who are going to be able to give others what they desire to have in their lives so that they can move to the next level and succeed in all of the endeavors does that make sense yes ma'am i'm proud of you patricia now what is your best advice for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness what is my best advice about living a life of happiness Oh, good. Mm, that's a good one. My, for me, for me, my bet, the best thing I would, I, the thing that I would really suggest, and I hope that people would learn to do, because this is learn, you have to learn how to do this. It's not something that you wake up and it happens. And what I'm referring to is the first thing that will bring you happiness is learning how to love and appreciate yourself. Because until you love yourself, you're going to always be unhappy because you're looking. You're looking for something in other places, other people that they cannot provide. It starts with me being the change that I want to be. And in order for me to be what I want to be, or I want people to see me as, I have to do some work on myself. And I have to look at my deficiencies and I have to look at the things that I want to do better. And then I have to work on those things. And most of all, I have to love myself enough to know that I was put here for a purpose. Honey. I was put here for a purpose. Now, when I discover my purpose, that brings me happiness. So as long as we don't know what our purpose is, because we're not taking time to get to know who we really are. And that is one reason I chose to be an entrepreneur, because as I said before, I get to live life on my own terms. When you're working for corporate America, I'm not telling anybody to quit your day job because I needed that money over there to build up what I have over here. Uh, I don't quit, but I'm saying that we have to discover our own gifts because that's what we're going to do to serve other people. And when we're working for corporate America, we don't need to, I didn't need to know who I was. I go to work, I read the policies, I take the exam, Everything was put in my hand. And then when I'm getting to every level, whatever I'm doing at work, somebody somewhere is telling me what to do, whether it's through a policy, whether it's through a meeting, we always have somebody over us. And what we do, we follow the rules. We follow the rules. But as an entrepreneur, I make my own rules. And I do it my way 
And one thing I can say is I do believe in treating people the way I would like to be treated. So that made, that meant a lot to me to be able to be in a position to do right by other people. Because we know in the workplace, it doesn't always happen. But in the workplace, I really didn't need to know who Pat Rogers was because all I had to do was do what I was told to do. But I've had a chance today to learn who I am and what I have to offer. And I get to work on me daily, whether it's a, a, a reading the Bible, whether it's, uh, like I said, taking coaching, whether it's reading, the, reading my uh, confirmations that I keep on my mirror, I get to constantly work on me. And the better I get, the more quality people I attract. And that's huge. That's huge. Amen. Very powerful. Now, can you tell us more about the online event you are hosting that will launch soon? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been kind of hitting on that a little bit. But that is what's on the table next. Uh, matter of fact, it's this Wednesday. This Wednesday, we'll have the World Women Conference and Award. And what that is, is I was selected by Ragne Sanikas. She's in uh, Estonia. And she saw me online November of last year. We connected. And of course, she saw what I was doing. And I guess she saw that we could uh, bring some good synergy. And as we built, started building our relationship, she, of course, interviewed me online. And because that's one of the things she does as well. And that's how we connected. And of course, I agreed to be a part of her vision, which is to bring women together from all walks of life so that we could support each other. We could grow together. We could learn from each other. And we, us, some of us who are all have already, what we say, arrived, we want to reach back and grab some of these young people young people who ha are inspired, such as yourself, and, and even younger. Our youngest uh, entrepreneur on our team is eight years old, and she'll be at the event as well, and she's already created her uh, passion, which has created a doll. And I'm mentoring her, and as she's listening, she's listening, and that's one thing that's different about the older people as we get older and, and younger. When we are younger, we listen more and we can follow. But as we grow older, we sort of pull so many different ways. And sometimes it's a little more difficult to lead certain people. But the bottom line is I'm so amazed at that young lady, you know, um, as well, because she is an entrepreneur and I can see big, big visions for her. But this event, like you already spoke about some of the speakers we're gonna have, Andrade, uh, Charles D. Andrade, we're going to have Chris Salem. We're going to have Nancy Matthews, Women's Prosperity Network. We're also going to have Vanessa Blackwell. She's going to talk a little bit about grief. Nancy's going to share a little bit about personal development. These speakers are very short. We have 15-minute speakers and 7-minute speakers. Then we also have one of our team members, Bishop Michael Favors. He will be talking about leadership. So every topic that we have is essential, especially for today. And I want to say to the listening audience, if you have found yourself slowing down in your role because of the disappointments that's going on around us and all the, all the distractions, come to the event. And what we're going to do, we, we can guarantee you at this event, you're going to be inspired. You're going to be inspired to get up, suit up, and show up. And you're going to be inspired. If you fell off track, you're going to get back on track because we are going to be the people who are going to push you, inspire you just from that event you're going to see that energy. You can't get away from the energy because the energy that I have, you have, we have as a team, as people, is what drives other people. Do you agree? Yes, ma'am. That's correct. 
So we're looking forward to an awesome time. And if in order to get the tickets, they can go to Florida Launch, Florida Launch, L A N is right there, L A U N C H dot eventbrite.com. The tickets are only ten dollars. They're only ten dollars. All we want is your presence. We don't want your money, so we keep it low. We keep it low. But yes, come on out and get some of this energy. We also have Kenny Love. Kenny Love is a gentleman who started the Love of Giving Out Roses. And um, he started in Broward County, Fort Lauderdale. He has several online platforms. And now people are picking up that, 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 um, that behavior of telling people they love them, giving out roses. He's doing it nationally. People are doing it nationally now. Why? Because so many people see that we need that. And so Kenny's gonna be on, he does interviews. So again, I connect people for reasons because everybody that's coming on that platform has something to offer. And if people who are really true entrepreneurs and really have a burning desire to move up in their, in their, in their, in their vision and in their purpose, they're gonna come on, they're gonna connect with some of these people. Everybody will have access to the email list except those who do not want their emails out there. They don't have to put it in the chat, but I have it also an email. I send email lists out to everybody because we have to follow up and we wanna make it as real as possible in online because we don't have the way it means to do how we did it offline. So we're also giving all of our attendees will receive a value bonus gift that's valued at $95. And that's contributed on our behalf, on the Florida chapter, behalf from Nancy Matthews, Trish Carr, and Susan Weiner, who are the founders of the Women's Prosperity Network. And that is where I, I began all my growth. So they are always a part of my life. And I just have to give honor to whom honor is due. And again, I wanna say thank you too for answering the call. I can't stop saying that to you because again, I see vision. I see big things happening in this organization and wherever I go, I believe in giving it 100% because I already know I was called for a purpose and I already know that other doors are going to open and I don't ever want to sit home in retirement watching TV over and over. So <laughs> use my gifts, my talents, and those who want to share theirs with me, we, we collaborate, we come together, and we keep living life to the fullest on our own terms so that when we leave here, we won't take anything with us. How about that? <laughs> That's right. Patricia, thank you so much for being a, our guest tonight on Walk With Me podcast. I really appreciate you again for sharing your story, your entrepreneur and leadership principles and your advice. It's been an honor to have you. Now, can you tell the audience where they can find you? Oh, absolutely. They can go to patrogers360.com. Rogers. 360.com or patriciarogers360.com. That will take you to all of my social media sites. You can connect with me on Twitter. You can connect with me on Facebook. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can connect with me on Instagram. That will take you as well as my website. And that link will take you to wherever you need to connect with me at. And I love connecting with people. So certainly reach out to me, patrogers360.com. I would love to connect with you. And again, I just do believe that no connection that I make is a mistake. Everything is done by divine purpose and everything is done strategically in my life. So if you follow me as I follow God, you're gonna get to your destiny. Amen. Now, I highly encourage everyone 
that is listening to check out Patricia Rogers at patriciarogers.com. Subscribe to her YouTube channel. Check out her television show, patriciarogers.com <laughs> backslash spotlights you. And definitely go and get her book. Uh, it's free chapter one uh, at patrogers360.com. Uh, it's a new release coming, hosting rocking events on and offline 21st century tips, strategies, and processes. And again, register for her upcoming event at floridalaunch.eventbrite.com. And again, Patricia, thank you so much for being a guest on Walk With Me podcast. Have a blessed day. Thank you.